Welcome to Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable. And remember, no topic is off limits. Now let's talk about it. Yo. Right in. So I, let's just go for it. So yeah, so got this new job and we have this four-week check-in, right? So now this four-week check-in, I think everything's going good. Mind you, there was like some little things in that four weeks that kind of rubbed me the wrong way but i just said okay you're the new girl you're gonna have to get used to some new shit all right Mm -hmm. so we're in learning mode okay we're in learning mode so i thought everything was good after about 30 minutes of nice talking and stuff she's gonna hit me with i reported you to your employer for your few minutes late a couple days I was like, miss, I'm now getting used to the traffic again. There was a backup one. We're talking about three days. I was seven minutes late. They were talking about 21 minutes for three days in four weeks. Okay. Uh I'm the new girl. No knowledge of this attendance policy or nothing. And she comes off real rough or whatever. And then she says something to me and along the line of, you know, you're a little bit high strung. And I'm like, say what What I I put myself I I put myself in a position where I knew my superior was going to be a woman and I thought this was going to be the one time that it was not going to be oh we're not going to let the woman below me grow we're going to bring her up with me we're not we're, we're colleagues okay I'm there to help her do something that she doesn't know how to do that is why they hired me why are you picking on me for 21 minutes? Why didn't you give me a nice courtesy and say, Shivana, you know, you're coming in late every day or you're making a habit of this. Let's not do this. You know, something courtesy. Why call up my employer and report me and request to take sick time for like, are you serious? Like, I felt like that was a valid attack at me personally. Girl, I went back to my desk. I packed up all my shit and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to get comfy here. I'm going to let these people know that at any given day, I may not show up the next day. Mm. Mm. Okay? Okay. At any given day, I may not show up the next day because you know what? I feel real undervalued here. So I set up a meeting with my my employer. Now, I said nothing more. I said, thank you, ma'am. You know, whatever. I explained a few of my concerns. I felt like I was being undervalued and my work was being plagiarized a little bit instead of saying... Shavana brought about this new idea. How about we try this? Somebody was taking my work, copying the spreadsheet, slapping their name on it. And, you know, I, I'm the new girl. So how am I going to say anything about that? Right. You know, it's so OK. So this is hilarious to me because, um, you know, we first of all, welcome back, guys. to Another week, another episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, those of Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Miss Dean. Today, we just dive right into the raw mess of the week. I usually, I usually kick off with the introduction. So we're going to get to that. <laughs> this is like back-to-back episodes now where we just dive right in, you know, and that's then I got to catch up with the intro. And that's okay. Um, So, Let's just address this raw mess and then we'll go into the intro. So here's the thing. I, I find I find a couple of things here, right? It is it is tough times out there right now in, in the in the workspace, right? Even when for entrepreneurs, right? When you're in an industry, mm-hmm. right? Let's say there's a little bit of competition or whatever. But when you have people who are not supportive, right, in, in what that space is, and I don't mean that you have to like 
rescue each other. But support is support and it could look like in different ways, right? And so I feel you 100% on that. We started off the conversation that I hit record and I said that that's exactly how I've been feeling because I'm going through a journey right now professionally where I'm also in the process of learning and I don't feel that level of support that I would want with this particular thing, right? And, And it's not, it probably looks different from the other side. But then there's a way to have that conversation, right? right? And so to your point, when you're highlighting, well, in four weeks, I'm still new. I'm still getting used to this, right? It's not about giving anyone a pass because we do want to address a situation. But there's a way to do that without making someone feel like, fuck all these other days that you've been giving here and that you've been doing a fantastic job. Let's just focus on these three things, right? And that is discouraging in itself. I have a huge problem with people slapping their name on other people's work. Thank you. Thank you. I don't like that. And I've seen that happen a lot. Not not where I'm at right now. I will say that. But in, you know, in, in the past, I've seen it and it's uncomfortable. It's demeaning. It's insulting. And I get it. I listen, how often can we find a place that is just so perfect to be at, right? Very few and far in between, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to require for you to do the work that you do and for someone to take it and to make it seem like, Oh, this was a team effort when it really wasn't, or this was the work we did when it really wasn't. Or if we're going to display it as a, we give the credit, where the credit is due. Thank you. And if you want to hear what my bitch move was, because I pulled a real (laughs) snobby bitch move and I did not go (laughs) complaining, oh, somebody's plagiarizing my work and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, this role is not a self-starter. This is not for a self-starter and this is not what we negotiated at my interview. So this is not going to work for me if I'm feeding somebody my work for them to turn it into their own. Like you hired me to build systems. How am I building systems if somebody's duplicating my work? That makes absolutely no sense. So like you said, you have to know how to have these conversations in order to get what you want out Mm -hmm. of it because it can sound like a cry from, from a woman. Because I've been down this road before, okay? Mm -hmm. So from a woman, you can't sound like a crybaby. And, like, it's sad that we have to take the emotion out of everything. But once they see you looking like you're sad or, or in my case, I was high strung because I was too perky. I was vibrating too high or I was bringing too much feminine energy. When you behave like that, Mm -hmm. you're like you're you're triggering them okay you're triggering Mm -hmm. them they don't like that and when you bring emotion into it i feel like it um it make it makes other people think you're weak and vulnerable when you may not be okay you may not be but it makes that other person think that you're weak and vulnerable me personally if you know me i do not cry when i'm sad when i'm fucking pissed that is when i cry Okay, that is when you will see me and the tears will be rolling when I'm pissed off. So like that in itself, if you see me at my desk crying, you'll probably think, oh, she's so upset about that call and blah. No, No. I'm angry, angry. And I'm I'm I'm, the same way. I'm holding my silence. Okay, I'm the same way. I actually so I'll definitely cry if it's like a movie. Right. (laughs) Just like really got to me. Right. I'm working on that. But. 
I I cry out of anger. Yes. I, and 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 so when it's sad news and I don't know how to react, I tend to do this smirk. Oh my God, it's so bad. Me oh my too. God. I can't tell you how many times people tell me, yo, you don't know what happened, this, that, and the third. And they're crying and I'm like, <gasps> and I look like I'm alive, but I'm really not. It's just, I don't, I have such a heart. And I think it's because I'm so like disconnected working in healthcare and like seeing shit. I'm very disconnected. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not the best thing. Um, I want to highlight something else that you, you just said um, before we dive right in, because mm -hmm. so much of what we're going to talk about is yes, definitely from your creative space standpoint, but also you as a leader. And, and I've talked about this here before and I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. I'm going to have somebody come on the show that really highlights so much about professionalism right. and all that good oh stuff. My Just throwing in some hints in there as to who I'm going to have on. I have to send him that email, but it, it highlights uh, and it goes in with what we're, we've experienced in our industries or whatever workspace, whether in the past or the present now, but also it has a lot to do with that leadership piece. So before we continue, because I definitely want to throw this dose into the raw mess of the week. I would like my guest to introduce herself and give a little blurb as to who you are, your name, what your creative space is with your community and your business, if you please can do so. Okay, well, thank you, Miss D, for inviting me onto your pod. I was super pumped up about this. You know, there was something that you said in your um, live the other day on IG about taking the mask off and your makeup is sort of that mask. It stuck with me. It resonated. I think about it every day when I come home and I look at myself mm -hmm. in the mirror i'm like holy shit that that was a winning line okay so yeah. thank you for um inviting me to your space i'm really appreciative of it okay so my name is shavana um known on the gram and on almost every social media platform as shorty cash that's been sort of a brand that i've been building for about 10 plus years just because i love to create content I'm a multi-talented visionary, a lifestyle strategist. I have two beautiful daughters, 19 and 5, and I'm married to my junior high school sweetheart. So, yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm from the small island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean. I grew up in Queens, New York, and about a few years ago, I moved to this really suburban town in New Jersey. So I'm highly ambitious. I do a lot of things. I'm addicted to winning and helping other people win too. Oh, I'm addicted to winning and helping other people win too. Talk about it. Yes. I love that. Yes. So we got connected through a mutual friend. Yes. Uh, Sally, who has been yes. here on this on the show a couple of times already. We're talking Queens Infusions, Mood Well Now. We're talking such and an evolution. Queens of Queens. Yes. <laughs> we are talking such an evolution about, about her. Uh, she was actually, was started off as a co-worker, uh, developed in a beautiful friendship, someone that I hold very dear to my heart. We have seen each other in some of the toughest times. Right. Some of the toughest times, um, both personally, professionally, and, and we've been able to maintain a friendship. And so being able to connect with anyone that she connects with is an honor in itself. And so I Likewise. met you through her. Yes, I met you through her. And I have to say, you know, 
I, it's so funny because I wear my makeup very proudly, but I'm also going to call it what it is. Right. It is a mask. It's, it's part of the mask, whether the mask is making you feel good, whether the mask is hiding your dark circles because I was so angry. I was crying for seven hours last night. Um, you know, <laughs> what what have you, right? It's, 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 right. it's the mask. It's a mask that sometimes just, just gives that either motivation or gives that, that, that hidden momentum, you know, and, and I wear it still with a badge because I think it also tells my mood sometimes, you know, and I don't take that for granted. I don't take that for granted, the ability to go out there. And I'm not talking about a mask that, oh, she's fake. No, 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 no. Cause whether my eyebrows are penciled in, whether the eyeshadow's on, whether the lipstick is a certain way, you're going to get Miss D however, which way Miss D is regardless, regardless. But I had to acknowledge what this whole process is for me. right? Right. And one of the things I want to, you know, go right into here with you was I had joined you on an event and a space that you held virtually and in in learning about you and seeing what you had created and and seeing the opportunities that you give to others it was in that moment that i said you know siobhan is like really no bullshit here like she just puts it out there like it is right and i like that i appreciate someone who can really put shit out there for anybody and everybody because not a lot of people know how to do that let me be very raw mess of the week y'all it's gonna be a little messy i cannot tell you how many people i know or how many people i may follow who are constantly putting up a front and it's not that you need to put it all out there to the world right because i choose to keep certain things very private and personal okay but it's another when you're consistently putting up a front and i'm more so concerned for those people because what I question now, and guess why I'm able to identify those people? Because once upon a time, I was those people, okay? I question and I'm concerned because are you really healing? Are you really growing? Nope. Are you really facing the shit that you have to face to get out of whatever space it is that is holding you back and not allowing you to be who you really are, your true self? Because the front, if it's apparent to me, that means you full-blown lying to yourself. Yo, tell me about it. That's you know what how that many means. people genuinely want to stay connected to you because we've mm-hmm. had so much history. But seeing the front over and over, you get tired. You're like, damn, like you're lying to yourself. You're going to be lying to me. Like, what are we... Are, is this friendship even going to be a friendship, you know? So you know how many times I have to hit unfollow on this social media thing because of people that put up these fronts or even random pages you follow. And after a while, you get to learn, this is not what this person's like behind here. And I'm not bragging. Anybody that has met you will tell you one of the best compliments that I get is Shimana. Oh my God, you are exactly who you are on social media. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And, and and here's the thing. It's like, so I, I could have my bad days. I could have my good days. You figure out a way to show up. And if you don't show up, you figure out a way to show up and say, I'm not showing up. Exactly. That's really exactly. all it takes. That's really all it takes. I wanted to add an additional dose to, um, you know, if we're too emotional, right? It's a problem. <laughs> um, yes. I want to add to that. Um, 
I, I listen, this shit is going to come out like weeks later, right? But let me be honest. I don't really go on social media like that as far as Facebook goes. I keep Facebook as a space for family, right? To connect with family. But today, on this day that we're recording, I just heard a little something, something about a little mess. And I got so irritated. I got so annoyed. And I haven't done this in so long. But I was just like, you know what? I'm just so frustrated with the defamation that people will create against a person. I, I'm just so, I'm, I'm irritated in the sense that we have to live a better life. We have to live a better life individually. Like the energy that you put into that shit is a problem. And if you don't have the, I don't know, maybe just the common courtesy to address it directly with the person, even if it's me, let's say this case was not about me, but even if it was right, then just keep your mouth shut. When people have that much in them, to start issues, to create narratives. It's really those people who you need to be careful of and not keep so much in your space, even if they are family. And so I just went on Facebook and I just said, you know, public service announcement. I really don't like old ass people. And by old, I mean like some of us are just too old to be doing this shit, you know, just starting shit or creating gossip or just starting shit. Even if it's family or especially when it's family, like we got to stop. And, and, and the reason why I say that is because as much as I could, I could be feuding right now with my siblings because I'm always feuding with my siblings if you've been tuning into this show you know I'm always feuding with my siblings okay (laughs) but it's like for me it's like I I will never allow myself nor could I ever think of going into a space where I would create the feud amongst my siblings meaning I could feud directly with you but I will never sit there and put you against you Mm -hmm. I can't do that Mm -hmm. you know and and it's a, it's a testimony to where we are mentally is a testimony to where we are in healing, where we are just as people, just as yes. humans. Yes. Um, you know, what, where do you stand when it comes to love, when it comes to peace, you know, I'm gonna let things be when I feel they need to be a certain way, but for me to feel, for me to add fuel to the fire, for me to be stirring the goddamn pot, like some of y'all have no business stirring nothing. Yo, Seriously. yo. And that's the thing. I try to, when I mentor, I try to tell people, do not listen to someone that does not have a personal experience of what you are asking advice for, okay? Mm. Because what they are telling you, they picked it up in a movie. They picked it up on the street. They, they're they telling you someone else's story. They're not telling mm. you from their, and, and it's okay. We can learn from learn the, from other people's like. But I feel like on this social media thing, everybody nowadays wants to be the advice guru too and give everybody advice, you know? And that's a shitty-ass thing, okay? And Mm -hmm. we're going to get into it later because, you know, you inspired me for weeks (laughs) with your statement about confidence is powerful, but it comes with enemies, okay? Since you invited me to this pod that, that has resonated. It's sat there. It's lingered. I've thought about it, what it's meant. And girl, let me tell you, you can be a good ass person. You can have all the human decency in the world. You can do somebody's always going to hate you. Somebody's always going to not like you. All, all of that. Okay. There's going to be narratives about you that you don't even know. Amen. Amen. You don't even. And that's why I'm fucking tired of the gossip. This is why. No. No lie, I looked at my block list the other day and I 
my social media is like not not how the average person builds their social media. I kind of mm-hmm. interact with all my followers. Like I know who everybody is. So that's why I'm able to feel comfortable in that space to share like that too. My block list is near 300, okay? And it's just for people being shitty, for sending me shitty comments in my dms shitty things under my pictures like just being a shitty individual or i heard something about you from somebody that i didn't even know knew you and i'm mm-hmm. like what yeah so that's why i don't know if you've noticed a little bit of changed energy from me but my dms is off limits don't pick my brain in my dms anymore because i'm gonna tell you do you go to the hairdresser and ask her to trim your hair for free you definitely mm-hmm. don't right so mm-hmm. I'm done. I gave my charity for three years. Okay. I answered all the DM questions and all of that. Like, no, all, all of those people, they made it bad, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so that's why it's, it's a serious thing. No, you're right. It's a serious thing. So you know what? We're just going to go right into the second segment. Cause yes, we want to, we want it to be a little messy in the wrong mess of the yes. week. Um, you know, but not so much messy in the sense like, oh, I'm throwing jabs. No, no this is really like serious messaging coming across. Yes. It really is. And, and you know, there's there's this song. Um, it's in Spanish and it's from this um, late um, singer called Hector Lavoe. I don't know okay. if you've ever heard of that name, but there's a song um, and it was actually depicted in a movie with Mark Anthony and J-Lo. And there, there's a song about him being El Cantante, the singer. And the actor who's presenting the song saying, well, I wrote this song for you. And he goes, you know, whatever coincidence it is to your life, whatever, whatever um, similarities this is to your life is just pure coincidence. And so for me, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's tuning in, whoever hears this, if the shoe fits, I mean, it just happens to fit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, you know? And, and again, it's not about jabbing. It's about, you know what? I think I've forgotten a little bit how to voice myself when it comes to some public service announcements that just everybody needs to hear. Yo. So that's why we kicked it off with this type of raw mess of the week. Um, but I want to dive right into the As Raza Gets segment. Yes. Here we get to talk a little bit more closer just on what your business is and what do you do. And so I want to highlight, um, because it has so much to do with confidence. I want to highlight the way you started off and kicked off creating your space in your community. Okay. And I remember in one of those, um, (laughs) live segments, you said, I've been doing this even before IG. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Like, where did this beginning come from for you defining richness and embodying it and creating so much inspiration? In, in what we as women could call empowerment, you know, right. the advocacy that you do for women who are living in, in, in their true selves. So talk to me a little bit about how this started so, for so you. This is a wild story. Okay. So let's start off. I'm a young teenage mom and it starts off with me just being this hungry hustler. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm determined to prove my parents wrong that the 17 year old mom can go to college. She can still be successful. She can still have a happy marriage. Like we can still do all. I'm determined to do that. So the first time I started cultivating space was actually in work environments. So kind of like how I think you guys have the Berg and stuff at work, you know, Sully's, Sully's involved in that stuff. So something like that. It was like back end workshops for HR, but this is way before HR and everything became a thing. So I started cultivating workspaces mm-hmm. and I did that probably for about 15 years. 
So okay. I was a hungry hustler. I had a toxic relationship with work. Okay. Um, it not. I wasn't even a present mom, okay? My husband pretty much raised my first daughter. Like, I'm super guilty of not being present. You know, I would go to the events, but that would be it, mm-hmm. okay? Um, fast forward now, I moved to Jersey, and my life kind of takes a whole 360 turn, okay? So what does that mean? It means I started slowing down. So the hustle and bustle was no longer my regular norm, all these kinds of things. and. I don't know what in me was like, let's take on a side hustle. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right before the pandemic, I take on this side hustle. I join a network mm-hmm. marketing company. Okay. Okay. And I told you I have an aggressive ass career. So like I'm good at networking. I'm good at building community, all this kind of stuff. Good. I was like, oh yeah, I, I could sell some shampoo. Like, yeah, I'm a social media creator. Like well, let's do this. Right mm-hmm. girl. I sold the shampoo, but I didn't sell the shampoo because it was shampoo. I sold the shampoo because I was a good leader. I was giving away all my marketing tactics, all this kind of stuff. Fast forward now, about a year and a half into it. I'm getting really into it. I like it. It's extra money, all these kinds of things. I decide to have my first in-person event. So I collaborate with two other girls that are doing this with me. And we're like, we're going to have a meet, but we're going to make it a little different because we don't want to just meet entrepreneurs that are doing the same thing we want to meet people that are doing all different kinds of things so my girlfriend had this really nice house upstate new york really nice outdoor space um so we decided to have this event we have about 12 females turn up okay which is amazing okay because we don't know any of these girls they just bought facebook tickets and whatever And we're just meeting all these strangers and I'm like, holy shit, what the hell is happening here? Because we thought this was going to be a vendor's meet and this is turning into like a safe space. These women are like confiding in each other and they're like supporting each other and they're really pumped up to talk about their businesses and it's amazing what happened, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, creating workspaces and what happened that day are two completely different animals, okay? We got to a segment of that that event where mm-hmm. it was like a gratitude section. I just asked my girlfriend to speak a little bit about gratitude. Girl, you're talking about 12 grown-ass women. You know, we were smoking a little sign sign too. But, <laughs> you know, you're talking about 12 grown-ass women get so emotional by a question of where... How would you be feeling when your kid graduates high school? Like, mm-hmm. that was the gratitude question. We want you to be grateful for your child graduating high school right now. Right. Write in this piece of paper how you feel. And you're talking about 12 grown-ass women started crying, tearing up, sharing all these intimate stories. Yo, I told you at the beginning of this pod, I'm not a person to cry in, right. in sad <laughs> stories. So I didn't cry. Every hair in my body stood up, Misty. Like, I was moved. I was touched. I, I right. left I left the event. It was the most beautiful sunset driving home. It was about a two-hour drive home, okay? I pulled out my notepad, and I wrote my entire business plan for what was going to be a female community holding safe space. Come smoke your shit. Come 
take yeah. your drink, come paint your pictures, come create your content, come do whatever. I And I wrote this entire business plan and I called the two girls that I collaborated this event with. And I was like, yo, I got to send a pitch to y'all. Right. She was like, she was like, what? I was like, yeah, I wrote a whole business plan going home and the name is WAP because this event was in Wappinger Falls. Okay. <laughs> so, so that, that was always a conversation piece. Everybody automatically went with WAP for what Cardi B made it out to be. You know, we were female empowerment, all this. But in actuality, it was because we started out in Wappinger Falls. That is so funny okay that's the funniest shit i've heard yo i pitched them this idea they're like yo i'm I'm with it like let's do it now Mm -hmm. remember i told you i joined a network marketing company that's how we yeah i get a phone call you you can't sell shampoo and weed in the same space i'm like say what i'm like i wasn't selling weed i was like we were just partaking like Long story short, my leader, the person that was selling me this lifestyle that I'm my own business owner and all of that, literally said, I'm going to take your business away from you if you don't stop smoking. And I was like, say word. Really? Say word. Okay, well, screw you. Take your shit and go that way. And I'm going to keep it moving this way. And some of the girls ended up following along. Okay, so then I felt then I felt like the chosen leader now. Now you have to make WAP work. You have to make this community work. You have to help these women do things. So what did I do, Miss D? I was home. I ended up like being home in the pandemic, unemployed. I I took I took it up into myself. I learned how to do podcast. Not for myself. I learned how to do podcasting. I learned how to create better content. I learned how to use AI. I learned how to create YouTube videos, how to open small businesses, LLC, and taught all that shit. Taught it to anybody that was willing to come into that space that needed that space just off of my Instagram. Like it's literally people that have been with me my whole life that yeah. we never knew why we needed each other. And they just honed into a message that I was sending. And all you had to do was slide into my DM and be like, girl, I need this message. I would add you to a group chat. And after you get added to the group chat, you've got best friends in your pocket 24-7. Okay, that's literally what we called it. Your best friend in your pocket all the time. You needed to know something about business. You had girls. You needed to know something about divorce. You had girls. You needed somebody to know about jail. You had girls. Anything you needed, there was somebody there willing to help the next one. And sometimes, you know, it left the group chat, went into something more personally. But that is how space started. And that's what I mean. I've been doing this a long time. So when it came Mm -hmm. to cultivating the space, I felt like the chosen leader. I felt like, you know, I was going to be the glue. And all I did was bring them together. After I brought them together, it was a wrap. They knew what to do after that. and. In, in in touching with the whole confidence bring and en- um enemies and all of that when you're building leaders that's a hard thing because leaders will leave you okay if you're just building confidence they will stay they will follow they will duplicate they will copy but if you're creating real leaders they can outlead you they can yeah. become better than you yeah. but you but you have to you have to remain with that gratitude that they started with you, even if they never tell you that. Even if they go and say she was shit, 
you have to remember in the good times what you did and where you took them from and carried them to. Because a lot of people don't remember that part of the journey after they get all the way up here. Yeah. So it's important for us to remember that. But that's it's, how space started for me. <laughs> it's that it's outleading you. It's the yeah. outleading you that a lot of people are not okay with, mm. that they take this role of being a leader in, in any situation, okay? In any situation, in any form of relationship, in any form of space, right? And the concept of being in the lead is 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 confidence enough for some people. Yes. Okay. And then what happens when you start seeing the other person going in front of you? For some, that becomes a threat. Yes. For some, that's not something to be proud of. For some, they want everybody to lead with them, mm-hmm. but not lead ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And I happen to feel that that a true leader is creating leaders that can definitely outlead and continue. I happen to believe that. Yes. Um. So when I say the comments, right, because you've created and you've cult- you've cultivated and created a space for women, right, to come together of of all backgrounds and all creativeness and all yes. businesses, right, for the purpose of networking, for the purpose of co- continuing and cultivating yes. friendships, right, and and partnerships for that, and you don't see that so often where it's actually something that's working out. So like I really see a lot of the people that were in the same space and in that virtual event that you had that are still really fucking with each other and are just really there amplifying one another and still providing that support and providing that partnership. And and I want to recognize that because like, I really see it. Like you really, really see it and you really, really feel it now. Before I even skip over this, I said, is there room and money for everyone? I said, let me tell you, confidence is powerful. And boy, does it have its enemies. Mm -hmm. I feel that confidence is an attitude. Mm -hmm. Confidence is something that is, it's just there. And some days it's at a hundred and some days it's at a 50 and some days it's at a 70 and some days it might just be at a 10. Right. But it's there when you have it, it's there. You know, it's like. It's kind of like, you know, the mask that I wear, my makeup, right? But I can't hide when I'm just that exhausted. I can't hide when something is going on, no matter how much I'm putting on this mask to hide mm-hmm. anything, right? And I had someone say, you know, it's like, you're still you, but I could tell something is wrong. Right. I, I could tell, like, I don't know, are you tired? Are you exhausted? Are you stressed? Because I could tell. Right. But, like, you're still you. You're still walking in, like, you know? Yep. And when they, when they told me that, I said to myself, you know, I'm always going to be that bitch, but that bitch can sometimes have really bad days, right? Hard lesson though. That's a hard pill to swallow because it is. Cause we think we got to always have our shit together and put on the face and and yeah, no, no. In, In this whole journey, the wake up call, I told you I had a toxic work relationship. The wake up call, Misty was a learning personal development what it means what 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 I need to do once as I learned those little key things that I needed to do for my mental health for me to have a peace of mind for me to just have a good day not be angry not be react to things too quickly I was like holy shit like I should have picked up these five books years ago but timing is everything too you know timing is everything it's personal development. If you start a journey of personal development, you you will become more and more self-aware the more you absorb in the journey. Like, right. 
it, it's part of the healing. So unless you be, unless you're on, unless you say, listen, something's wrong with me. I don't like this about me. I don't like this behavior. I don't, I need to fix it. You're never going to be self-aware in that category to Amen. fix it. Amen. Amen. This go that message goes to plenty of you who will never, ever look in a mirror and say, well, damn, maybe I'm the problem. Well, Yo. Damn, maybe I, I need to come back. Listen, that's a hard mirror to face. But I promise you when you do that, when you do that, I just released a Solita episode about, you know, questioning yourself versus right. doubting yourself. Those are two different things, right? And I, and I attribute it to, you know, um, challenges, right? But this applies in this situation too. It's okay to question yourself, to sit there and be that person who questions yourself about your decisions and your choices. I'm one that in more recent years, I've been a lot in tune with my emotions, in tune mm. with my self-awareness, with my emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And so when I do something, I do it strategically knowing that this is an executive decision that I'm choosing to make here. Okay. Back in the day, that's All not what Daisy was doing. It was, it was everything, right? Yep. But who I am today is choosing this. And, and let me say this. While my confidence has definitely fluctuated, that moment and that ability to be that self-aware and that emotionally intelligent has absolutely amplified my confidence to a whole other level. See? Because I do know where I fuck up on myself. I know that. I know that now. Before, I was always right. Mm -hmm. Nothing was ever wrong. Mm -hmm. Same. I, I wasn't doing no damage to me or worse, anybody else. I'm always right. Everybody else was wrong. Girl, I was the best mom. I was. I, I had a career. I was walking around with the nice purse. You know, I was all of that. Mm -hmm. My kids probably thought I was shit. My daughter probably thought I was the shittiest mom, you know? Yo, we, we talk about, me and my sister talk about that all the time. We're like, yo, we could sit here and say to ourselves, no, I'm a good mother because I do this. I do that. I, I do this part. I keep it real with what I am. I'm not going to do. Right. And then we're like, one day we're going to have to prepare ourselves because I'm pretty sure our kids are going to sit us down and say, well, Yo, you kind of fucked up here. Wait. I, I know. Wait, did that? Did, wait, wait, Shavanna. So I have a 19-year-old. So, so at 17, she sat us down. She sat us down and she said, guys, um, it would have been nice if you guys like weren't so friendly and did some parenting i'm like what what like she turned out amazing so like i can take that from her but had she been a piece of shit to tell me something right so well, like how we're, interesting is that so we thought we did this amazing job you know we and there she is at 17 ready to graduate high school telling us I wish you guys parented a little bit more. I wish I had a curfew. I wish I broke the rules and got grounded. And, oh and I'm like, wow, wow. Oh, oh, okay. All right. You know, Yo, it's crazy. The things that, that could potentially happen. Yo, like, cause I see, I would have never thought that. And but then she left and went to dorm right after telling us that she's like, yeah, well, I'm leaving now. I'm going to dorm in school. And, and I'm like, oh, great. So now we get to be parents to, to the child that doesn't live here anymore. Right, right, right. <laughs> right after she wanted y'all to be parents, yes. she's out. Now you're leaving. Now you're telling me I'm a grown-ass adult and I'm gone. Oh, perfect. This is amazing. 
I, it's it's insane to me, but you know, it's like I've prepared myself mentally for that because I know it's coming. Yeah. I know it's gonna happen eventually, and and it's not to say that it's not supposed to, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who am I to invalidate how yes, the kid no. is gonna feel? You know, but. I, I can, all I can do is, is try my best and being able to see it from all sides, right? Yes, and, and and still remain confident in the mother who I believe I've been, right? But confident enough to be able to hear my child out in that moment, and 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 know that two two things could be could be opposites and be truth at the same time. Yep, and 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 not let it take away from how confident I am as the mother that I am because his view maybe on one or two things might be completely different, mm-hmm. right? Um, speaking of the confidence being so powerful, but it having its enemies, do you think that's a bad thing, whether in any situation, in a relationship, in a friendship, just a business or an industry? Do you think that with being so confident, that being such a powerful thing, that it's a bad thing in having those enemies? Because we're going to have those enemies regardless. So what I think is bad about it, it's fine. If we can't get along anymore, whatever, you've moved on, you've outlead me, you want to do something different. Once there's like some disrespectfulness, Hmm. you know, disloyalty, all those kinds of stuff, I feel like it it destroys the entire relationship, you know? So that's a tough one because... What do you think? Tell me tell me your take on it. You know, my guests usually don't ask me, but I'm going to answer. Yes, tell I me your think, take on it. So I've, I've learned, I've learned that sometimes those people don't, probably don't even know they are an enemy. Sometimes they don't even know that they're driving in that field. Um, I've learned through trial and error that sometimes the mask on somebody who can potentially be your enemy looks like admiration but it could really be envy Mm. you know um like it looks like something but it's really not and i don't take for granted learning those lessons i think sometimes it is a good thing to be exposed to that to realize that it's in existence because it does help you it helps you to a identify it when you see it when you encounter it and b it helps you face the reality that life is not perfect right Okay, so so let's give a real world situation because Sharon has always got one of those, right? So after WAP, um, oh, we're giving like a real real yeah. real situation. So, so after oh. WAP, we won't even get into why mm-hmm. we kind of did away with that. That's a whole nother podcast episode. But you know, I ended up recreating the space and creating something called Rich Girl Rising. Mm-hmm. Um, it was exact duplication of the first space, right? And what ended up happening to me in that space created a lot of enemies. And it was because I stood up for myself. But I stood up for myself amongst leaders mm. that were now my like my protégés. I, I just created 20 leaders and I want to stand up in a space with 20 of me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they have my values, my morals, like it was not well received and really? i'll just i'll just get into the incident because i'm I, i'm not a i'm not the woman that will ever ask another woman to humble herself down i don't care if you're right you're wrong whatever if you want to be on a high horse you do you do you girlfriend 
be on your high horse, okay? But I worked on something and everyone knew that I was working on something. And then somebody went and took the prize and invited me to the event. So I worked on something that there was going to be all this politicians. And, you know, I worked on it for about a year and a half. Then someone in the group went, slid in in that person's, took the connection and then threw an invitation and wanted my whole group now to come out and support her. She wanted me to come out and support her. Girl. But what ended up happening was because I called out this one person in a public space with all these others. And all these others didn't really know too much of the backstory. It was not well received. And everyone became an enemy because they speculated. So that's so that's. That, too, is another thing. Don't disrespect me before you have the chance for us to give each other explanations or any of that. Because mm. I will cut you the fuck off. Okay? Mm. Because if you're going to talk shit about me, I don't owe you an explanation. Mm-hmm. Right? So the rumors started. Mad random people that I did pods with and stuff are, like, hitting me up and it's like, yo, like, what happened? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, I heard you're a shitty person. And I'm like, what? Because I I closed the chat down because I felt disrespected and everybody disrespected me along with it. And I'm going to kid you not, that is why Sally is still around and a rock and still with me through all of this. It's because she stayed loyal. And I'm going to touch back on something that you said when people leave you and they become better leaders and all yeah. those kinds of things. I had to keep that in mind, okay? That they're bitter and they're whatever. Believe them. Let them go lead because you've taught them some good stuff. So if they want to spread your name and talk all this shit, let me not Not even hear. Let me not hear it. So I'm going to block you. I'm going to block everybody related to you. I'm going to stay out of your way. You stay out of my way. And that's the end of that. So Mm -hmm. confidence, envious people, you really got to be careful in these spaces. Like, mm-hmm. I learned some hard lessons, but it didn't deter me. I'm still passionate about building spaces like that. I just, this time, you know, every time you know more going into it. So your mm. your protection is better. Okay? So the next circle of women, they have a different level of protection around them. Because now I know other things, you know? Yeah. Um, and I also, something that I've also learned about these spaces online they should come with like expiration dates okay i'm not i'm not kidding they should come with expiration dates because it's it's a human it's a woman law of nature or whatever we want to call it we Mm -hmm. can't like each other for extended periods of time it's not in our thing it's very few people can do that you have to connect on a lot of different levels to stay lifetime friends so these circles and spaces that we're creating to help each other build, I feel like let's let's set the goal. Let's mm-hmm. reach the goal. And when the goal is accomplished, expire. Let's start it over and move on to the next one and do the next thing. Because right. what ends up happening in these safe spaces, Miss D, is is you start off as a network, but it but it ends up thinking that it's a friendship it ends up thinking it's a sisterhood ends up thinking that it's something more and someone like me i'm looking for the network i if if i'm if i'm chatting with you outside of this group then i'm looking for the friendship but inside this group 
we're networking, we're working, we're building, we're growing together. We're not all sisters in here, homie. Like, you don't know all my business, but maybe she does. It's honestly, um, you know, <gasps> confidence, um, confidence it's is a, a wild thing. thing okay. Wild it thing. is. It's a wild thing because it's supposed to be something that should be able to be shared, you know, yes, to amplify others. Thing. And when, and, and the moment that you share it, when, when people just don't know where to begin for themselves is because a, they want to be, they want to have it just like you. Right. And, and, and. It's not that you're supposed to be able to find it inside yourself. You're supposed to be able to have it on your own right. and, and not be envious of others or create a narrative mm-hmm. to bring them down and in turn to take away that confidence that yes. they have, you know, to, to smear on their name or their business. Right. Um, like wh- a way that I see that confidence has enemies and, and, you know, we can move on to the next segment after this, but just to put the cherry on top. When you are an entrepreneur and you are making your money off of your website, off of your, and specifically to entrepreneurship, because I've seen this happen so many times and it's so upsetting. You have your website, you have your social media handles, and here comes somebody creating a fake page. Oh my God. And they are trying to take money, you know, the space, right? And they're trying to copy all your shit and they're trying, and it's like, damn, like that is a perfect example because when they see you doing so good, when they see you succeeding, when they see that your business is growing, Ooh, they're going to come for you and they'll come for you in so many different ways. But that is also a way that I see, in my opinion, confidence has enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it breaks my heart because some of these people are really working their asses off. They're really yep. creating their businesses here. And so here comes another handle exactly like it. Just one more underscore. Yep. Yo, and that's that used it. to piss me off until my coach said to me, you have to look at duplication as a form of flattery, Shavana. You have to. He's like, if you don't look at duplication as a form of flattery, you will be pissed off every single time this happens. So you have to under- so you have to understand the better you get, the greater you become, people are going to want to be you. And I was like, well, if you want to make me a public figure, then sure. Why not? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't think we're that important to for somebody to spend this kind of time doing that kind of shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and, and for me, and I'm sure same goes for you. Do you really want to duplicate or do you want to tap into your own creativity? What are you about? What, what do you want? Like, so are you, do you really want to live my life or you want to live yours? Because I can help you live yours. And that's kind of where I'm at in my, my cultivating space journey right now. There needs to be some changes because the problem with confidence and all these things lie deeper than creating safe spaces. It starts in the home. It starts young. Okay. So I'm actually kind of transitioning now to move to a space where we work with parents and children and in, in creating safe spaces to talk to each other about certain things. And so a lot of my workshops and stuff that are coming are going to be like more experience driven where, you bring your child along with you. We're going to teach them about side hustles. We're going to teach them what it means to be ambitious. We're going to teach them professionalism et- etiquette. Because these days, 
it's hard to not know these things. Everybody's a fucking social media millionaire, okay? Everybody's one. And the true definition of professionalism, because let me say it, okay? Whatever color your hair is has nothing to do with your professionalism. This is why I'm manifesting so much who I want to bring on the show, okay? It is, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, I am at a space, at a place, working my ass off in such a high leadership role. And nobody has anything to say about my goddamn purple nails. Because in other spaces, in other places, I would have gotten the side eye Mm -hmm. for coming up in there with purple ass nails. Because no, you know, here we just do either the brown or the pink. That's it. And you know what? Being in that space, Miss D, will level your confidence up. You will never go back to a space where your nail polish is a thing. Because that is the reason why I was able to stand up for myself in this space. It's because I've been in better spaces. That's right. Okay? So that alone in itself, when you put yourself in environments that are better for you and all those things, it does something for you too. You know. Unless you want to go back to where you were, chances are you're only going to be moving forward. The next place, they're probably you, your coworker probably gonna have purple nails with pink hair. Okay, mm-hmm. you won't you won't be <laughs> the only one anymore. You know, because you're gonna start wanting that kind of space for yourself. You're gonna start cultivating that type of space too. Mm-hmm. And as leaders, it happens so second nature when you mm-hmm. are that person and you're encouraging and you're supportive. The people around you start being more and more authentic on their own. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Like, I see it all the time. Like, a little bit of human decency in the workplace. People are like, holy shit, why is she acting so nice? I'm like, duh. I said good morning. Yeah, I said good morning. I smiled at you. Like, what? Right. Right. I have never been so excited to see a security guard. The way I am today when I walk into my office, because right. you know what? He's there. He's saying good morning to everybody. Yo. And and when he says like, good morning, it's not just good morning. It's, hey, good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Like, that feels good. And I'm not really a morning person, okay? Right. Especially if I haven't had my coffee, okay? Right. I'm not that chipper. But you know what? When you have that, when you have that amplifying, yes. um, that morning time, it, it could really change your day for the better and it goes such a long way and i've learned that i've learned that these past few months just how much that makes me feel good no matter how sometimes listen work is going to be work and it could stress you out and as stressed as i may be right it feels good it feels good to still walk into that space and have that type of an embrace um so i i'm I'm definitely with you here um i'm excited for you with what you have chosen to shift into and pivot when you have continued to cultivate the spaces that you want and you're working on them actively um because the truth is we do need that we need spaces we need spaces where we can find an answer or two or or have a space where to ask a difficult question and you never know who can help you honestly I have definitely, I went from doing weekly episodes on this podcast, right? And because things have gotten a little bit more intense in my career, I said, you know what, well, at least I'll release an episode a month or maybe two episodes a month, but I need to be able to balance things out, right? I still come back to do this because you just never know who's listening that it can make a difference with. 
I still come back to share things because I've had people message me and say, oh my God, this week's episode, I'm so happy you released it. I'm so happy you released it. It meant so much to me. It just hit home. And when I hear that, when I have people still telling me those things to this day, it means a lot. It means more to me than anything else because I can give you, I say it all the time, y'all. I'm an expert of my experiences. (laughs) I love that. That's the only thing I'm an expert of, of my experiences. I'm not an expert at motherhood, but I'm an expert in my experiences with my son. That's what I'm an expert on. Okay. I'm an expert in all the experiences I've had throughout my career. Am I the one in this entire industry? Absolutely the fuck not. Can I learn from the ones? Absolutely. I think I have some pretty good fucking mentors, but I am an expert of what my experience was doing X, Y, and Z. I agree. And that is something no one can take away from us. No one can ever sit there and say, no, the fuck you not. Really? Did you do it? Because I did it. I was there. You didn't do what I did. And the people who are with me along the way and are doing the exact same shit I'm doing or are doing it with me as a team, as a group, that we can say we the goddamn experts. We can say we was the team that made this shit happen. Okay? So, speaking of, you know, um, being expert of our experiences, um, there's a little sign sign. So, we're going to go into the double or nothing. And on this segment, we, you know, we get a little deeper here. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, you released a post on social media (laughs) and I, so for one, the way you, the colors you used to post it was neon green and neon pink, right? With a black, I think it was a black or gray, um, backdrop. And I loved it. I'm going to tell you why I loved it. Cause one, it caught my eye, but two, most importantly, it was the message behind it. So I have it here on my phone because I like to reference shit. Um, our good old friend, 50 Cent, had a song, one of my favorite songs, um, 21 Questions. Right. And you released the post <laughs> with 21 new rules, profitable confidence. Yeah. That's what you titled it. And... The first one, probably the most simplest rule of them all. Yeah, probably the hardest one. Okay? Set goals and crush them like a boss. Now, I'm not going to be here going through every single rule because we're going to attach the link in the show notes for people to go specifically to that post and to your social media. But I wanted to know what led to you being this raw. Like, number 14. Trust your gut and never steers you wrong. We hear that all the time. Do we fucking listen? No, but we hear it all the time and we know we should probably fucking do this shit and we still don't listen, but it's so true. Okay. Um, 16, this one is, this one hit me home. Take a break when you need it. Burnout is not cute. It's not. This is why people think I look stressed even though my makeup looks cute. I don't look it. Okay. Um, 19, control what you can and let go of what you can't. New rules, profitable, profitable confidence by Shivana. Tell me how did we get there? Because we know what drove 50 to 21 questions. What drove Shivana to these 21 new rules? Okay, so what do I do for fun? I like to study success. So if you are a successful person, 
I have studied you. So when you hit me with that 50, me and my brother probably two days before that talked about how 50, no, like it, it just felt in alignment. Yep. We talked about how 50 had the greatest rap album. We talked about how he was like one of the only people from Queens who still reps Queens, still goes back to Queens. Like, you know, he he's about it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, and, and I think that's right around the same time where they were like, oh, maybe he's going to come back and do a show and all that. Mm-hmm. So he was a hot topic for me. So when you hit me with that, I was like, oh, okay. But how did literally, so I use virtual assistant. I use Notion. I don't know if you know. Um, so I took all of the advices or anything that anyone in any of these spaces has ever given and did like a master blueprint of these rules. So these rules were not just by me. These were active things in all of these group chats that people were recommending to others. They were talking about it in real life situations. Mm -hmm. And it came to me and I was like, I need something to motivate my girls. Like, Mm -hmm. I need something to motivate my team for the new year. We need to get going Q1. Like, And I explained to them that I'm going to take everything that we've done over the last six months and I'm going to put together a master list of rules. And these are rules that we've cultivated together in this space. Come up with that. And that's how that list got generated. I literally took advice from a group chat and came up with these hard rules that we ended up calling rituals and every day was like somebody chose one we recited them out loud to each other in this group chat in voice messages it became like such a transformational piece of what we were doing inside the group chat that it was amazing when you asked me because when I created the post it was just meant for them it wasn't meant for okay. anyone else or anything like that. I was just sharing it on a whim and I'm like, wow. So that is goes back to what you're saying. You never know who's listening, who's paying attention to what, who's going to catch yep. your eye for what, all of that. And that's how the rules came about. But in actuality, I'm a one-liner girl. I like catchphrases. I think um, like easy slogans, all those kinds of things make things easy for you to remember. So mm-hmm. you do it, all those kinds of things. I, so I use them like 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 little brain tricks sometimes. So yeah. those rules, I had um, the girls, some of them wrote them on cards, kept them in their wallets, like all different kinds of stuff we did with it. But it was actually a change in lifestyle. Those rules were meant to be a change in lifestyle. Yeah. It was not meant to be rules we live by daily. We're going to live by them daily, but we're going to get better and better as a human being by living these rules. And anybody that's been in my space will tell you that that's legit me. I come there every single day and they call me like the humble high horse or like the little mini Hitler because I... (laughs) That's my leadership style, though. I'm super, like, I love everybody, but I'm aggressive when I want you to do something. So I will talk to you in that tough love manner and tell you it just, like, in five words what could be a whole three paragraphs. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. You, you will get the message from me. Exact. So that's that's the story behind that. <laughs> I, I'm going to be transparent now. I'm actually bleep out that that name because i just don't fuck with it you know right. but 
But I'm gonna leave everything else because yeah, sometimes it just come with a little bit of um, I don't like to say aggression. I'll say assertiveness. You know, okay. because it is what it is. Um, be proud of what makes you different and own it. That's one of your rules. That one really stood out to me. That one was number six. Um, take so constructive criticism. So that's my slogan. So my thing, I tell everybody, walk into a room and own it. Like, walk into it like you belong there, okay? Yeah. Don't be afraid to be in any room. You belong there. There is no reason he belongs there and you don't belong there. Right. You belong there. So if you are you have your chance at being in that room, you belong there. You're going to. So, yep. so that was my personal rule. That probably okay. came from my advice, yeah. Uh, there is one more. Believing yourself, it's not arrogant if it's true. That one really stood out to me because a lot of people do not know the difference between believing in themselves and being arrogant. Mm-hmm. So let, let's begin there. Let's keep it yes. all the way raw right now. But then there's also a lot of people who do not know how to embrace someone who really believes in themselves and will classify it as, oh, they're arrogant. Yeah. And it is it is so important to be very knowledgeable and aware of the difference in those two things. Um I was excited when I read this um, because for one, it hit home on so many different levels, right? But also from the perspective of the creating space and cultivating, um, you know, spaces and, 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 and I guess you could say even the networking relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because the truth is, it's, you know, it's so funny. When I worked with Sally, um, I always used to say it's a bonus when you can have friendships out of your workspace. That's a bonus because it's not a guarantee. You have coworkers. But if you get a friendship out of that, that is such a beautiful bonus, right? When you are cultivating spaces for networking, right? And some people get it all the way fucked up and they can't sustain a friendship that may come out of that, right? But then you have these rules. And it's not rules that, like you said, I'm not imposing them on people. It's just, you know, you could choose to live by them or not. Yep. When you think of cultivating a space of womanhood, of motherhood, of partnerhood, right? What does that look like to you when it comes to tying in these rules? You know, right. is, is it easy? Is it is it is it difficult? Is it Hell a balancing no. act? How does that look like for you, bro? It... <laughs> yeah, I I literally thought about this, and I was like, you know, people won't believe me if I tell them. That my husband learns 50% of the things that I do through social media. Like, it's not a conversation. I won't go to him and say, listen, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Like, if he chooses to pay attention to my story, he's going to know. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. But it's not his realm. He's not interested. Like, you know, in the past, maybe I shared it with him and he said something that turned me off. So now I don't even share it with him. Because if you turn me off, then I'm going to be discouraged. My confidence is down here. So... I mean, because to be honest with you, with partnerhood, I think that's the most difficult one, right? When you're tying in all these rules for yourself as a woman, for yourself as a mother. But then it's like, when it's you, it's you versus you. When it's your kids, the good part is some our kids are looking up to us, right? So half the time, they're admiring everything we fucking do. But when it's a whole-ass partner who's a grown-ass person, like, how do you how do you find that balance? Because so, so if I'm being for real, for real... My my family learns my rules 
on my social media. They'll see those posts <laughs> and they'll be like, that's my mom's rules. And like I said, I'm the same person on screen, off screen, all of that. So if mom said that, that that's the kind that's of vibration me. mom's on. Right. So that that's the kind of wave it is. And don't get me wrong. There has been times where they didn't agree with what I was doing. And why are you doing this? Why are you putting so much out there? But I believed in what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I stood my ground. I defended what I was doing. I kept on doing it because it was serving me good. So it didn't matter what it was doing for them. And yes, I take your your feedback into consideration because I love you. And if it's affecting you, then but but if you just don't like it, then fine. You can just not like it and move over there too, like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but it gets hard, okay? Um, like when, like I said, I was learning a lot of things when I was cultivating this space that didn't benefit me. So mm -hmm. a lot of the things in my partnerhood would be like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you up every night on all these calls? Like, come to bed, do all these things, right? And I'm like, but I have to. I felt obligated to. So that's why when I started, like, inter intersecting the conversation and saying, guys, you know, maybe I should be making something from this. Like, let's kind of come up with some way that, you know, I could make a little it kind of came off as like, I didn't want to do this for any, anyone anymore. And I was trying to make money from them. But no, I was just trying to say like, listen, my family got to eat too. Like, they want to know what the hell I'm giving charity every Absolutely. night for like, and ruining my, my partnerhood, ruining my relationship with my kids. So they started. Um, so it get it gets very hard. Okay, it gets yeah. very hard to be in this creative space to be an entrepreneur to be the working mom to be the working wife to do all those things. But at the end of the day, I want it all. I want to be all of that. Imagine doing all of that while you're cultivating and creating spaces to empower other women with their businesses, with what they want to create, right? But, oh, my God, how dare you want to advocate for yourself and your yes. creativeness and, and, and what your um, talents are. Where yes nothing should ever be handed out for free. And that's not the same as a favor. Let me be very right. honest. Okay. Because you can absolutely do favors for people, right? It's not like you've never not responded to a DM, but at some point you have to be able to put price on that balancing. Yes. Or else you're going to drain yourself. You know, when I see these 21 rules, uh, those rules had nothing to do with a price list. It had everything to do with what it really costs you to work while you are creating these spaces, cultivating these spaces, coaching, mentoring, having phone calls, doing this, doing that. Yet nobody wanted to talk about the dollar signs attached to it, right? And the irony, it was 50 Cent who started the 21 questions, right? right. So for me, it's like the balancing act behind it, because I knew a little bit about this with you. I knew that to you, community was just that's so important. But I also mm -hmm. believe that as a community, we should want to see someone, to your point, you you are a believer in winning and seeing others winning, right? So why can't those others do the same for you and be able to honor what it does cost you to put in all the work that you do for your community and the spaces you have cultivated. Yes. Um, and that's where I wanted to really dive into those 21 rules because let's face it, for profitable confidence to have that level of confidence to stick to at least 
half of those roles, you cannot be shortchanged. You, you cannot be at a negative balance. You need and you need and you need because as yep. a human being who is working the overtime, because otherwise your husband, when I have said, you'll come to bed. Right. <laughs> let's just face it. You need to also see that reciprocation one way or another. Yeah. And if it's not with the loyalty and if it's not with the respect, well, then pay me my money. So it, it was just it, it comes down to me knowing the value of myself, too. Absolutely. Okay? And like I said, I have no, I had no problem sharing what, what I know. But now that I see how much money people are making from knowing less than me, why am I going to continue to give it away for free? Because then that just makes me an idiot. So what I'm going to do now is we're going to find a way to give back in different ways. And we're going to charge up front now because I understand the value of this. I've gone through it for two cycles now. Yeah, yeah. You Let's know? make this a full circle moment, right? Full circle. Because we started circle. off with we started off with what it means to be in a space where people won't help you, right? Right. And not hand holding. But at some point I need to learn this, right? At the end of the day, I still gotta work hard for what I'm being paid for. I still gotta right. work hard for the work I need to demonstrate, for the things I need to succeed in, for the goals, the tasks, the things that are absolutely not tangible. And when it comes mm-hmm. to my role, right? So even in this creative space. You know, I may have gone down to just two episodes a month, but I know that for me to be able to continue with a voice, I have to deliver. I know that. I know that. Right. Thank you. A full circle moment. You pay me to do a job here. I can't do the job right if I'm not being led in the right way. I cannot do it if I'm being shortchanged, even in the training, even with the experiences that I do have, but I still need more experience in certain areas. I cannot, regardless of what you're paying me, regardless if I know my worth, what is all of that dollar sign? Full circle moment. Let's flip it real quick. If I'm not equipped with the right support, with the right resources, with the right tools. So when you have all of that up front, but you're not seeing the reciprocation monetary wise, it's equally insulting. Because you could give me all the value you want, but if you're not giving me the things I need to succeed too to continue my success and amplifying that, I'm still gonna fail. So what's the problem? It's a it's, it's a failure here if I'm shortchanged in my reciprocation, and it's a failure here if I'm shortchanged in my tools and my resources and my abilities to continue right. showing the work that I'm able to do. And I could not not put that shit out there, right? Because it's so easy to fall in a situation where it's not necessarily a win-win. And so when we do have people who want to win and see others win, you have to be able to support that. You have to be able to join in on the community and to say, I could fuck with this. I could be part of this, you know? And, and I want to give you your flowers for that because you just said, this is, I've already been through this twice. Thank you. And one of the things I will say, (laughs) no, one of the things I will say, you're not giving up. No, you just have learned from those experiences. You're becoming that expert of your experience and you're realizing, you're realizing what not to do the next time around because let's face it some of y'all can give an x two three four motherfucking chances y'all keep going back so what's the problem to revisit a business plan (laughs) that's 
listen. What I've learned in 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 the space, Miss D, is before you can apply those rules, there is a set of rules before that that you have mm-hmm. to adhere to for at least a 30-day period of time before those rules on that list even mean anything to you. So you personally, you're in a mindset where you're open to receive that type of information. So you took it for what it was. But you can probably have somebody, you know, reading it and they're like, what the fuck is this? Why? What what, what is this about? You know? So yes, tools, resources, knowing, the knowledge of knowing. And, you know, you said before, this is your podcast. You're doing this for you. All the benefits are reaped for you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. When I started posting and and I started, the numbers started getting higher of these workshops were on 23rd week of Monday night calls, week 27. I'm like 27 weeks consistent of a workshop. That is some crazy shit for me to deliver a message to you 27 Mondays every night with no disappointment, whether one person showed up or 10 people showed up. That is insane. So when people started not reciprocating it, you know, you start to feel some type of way. You know, let me, let me say something. Cause I'm gonna shout her out here. Mm -hmm. Melanie Santos. I've had her on this podcast before. Okay. Okay. He has a community and I joined her community. Okay. And there's times I can make those meetings and there's times I can't. And when I first joined her community, you know, very spiritual healing very spiritual. And let me tell you, when I'm able to make it to those meetings, the way it just, it's aligned and it's at the perfect time. Ooh, child. But let me say this. When I first joined her community, I'm going to put that shit out there. Her fee for the membership was $11.11. 11, okay. I joined. Okay. And then I remember she's been doing this for years. Shout out to Mani Santos. I have an episode of her. Okay. And I hope you, you guys have tuned in. And if you're new here, go find that episode and listen to it. It's fire as fuck. But I remember seeing her throughout the course of the year that, that I've been following her. And let me say this. I've been following her even on my personal page before I started this podcast. We happen to know each other through friends. Okay. I remember when she decided to up the price to her membership. And it wasn't even that much, y'all. It really wasn't. It really was not. But one thing she can guarantee is that there's going to be a message delivered, is that you're going to get something out of this and you will build a community and you will have that. And I have been able to build certain connections from that community. I've been able to have a friendship out of that community. I've been able to really feel like I am healing through that community. Okay. Whether it's every single week or it's been once a month, I've, I know that every penny that goes into that membership guarantees me a lot more. A transformation. Okay. It guarantees me a lot more than what is just that transaction every single month. And, and, and if we can sit here you know, and, and, and Shivana's not going to say it, but I'm going to say it and I don't know who it was, but shame on y'all. Okay. Because 27 weeks, if, <laughs> it's a long term time. Okay. And to be able to come to a space and, and, and not even out of your kindness to say, well, why don't we just start creating like a money pot? 
you know, where we could just contribute to it because look at, look at the space we're all holding here. Shame on y'all. And I'm going to say shame because time is money. And when people are giving you their time at, at a moment in life where we barely have time for ourselves, how dare you not be willing to recognize the time that someone is choosing to give mm-hmm. you the time that someone has decided to take away from their spouse, from their children, from time with themselves to give back to you, to a community. Granted, you wanted to create this, but there should be no problem in being able to fund that time and to be able to continue to amplify, mm-hmm. excuse me, that space. So I needed to just throw that shit out there. Thank you, because sometimes I've been needing to hear that shit too. <laughs> but you know, so, thank God for Sally, okay, that she she gives what what I give. So I lead and she leads right back, okay? So it's amazing what we've cultivated together too. And it's because of her too that I said, you know what? We're going to just keep doing this. We're going to do this and we're going to just keep... It was literally who I was. I was delivering. I wasn't asking for much. But every time I presented the idea, it was the way the tones changed, the body language changed, the the demeanor changed. So much changed. It's like, okay, let's just put this aside because you're also enjoying the process too, right? And I'm super naive, okay? Like I don't want to admit it, but I'm super naive. I give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they're a good human being. And I get shitted on most of the time because 90% of people are shitty people. (laughs) okay like it's really hard to come across good decent authentic people these days but they do still exist and it still does happen but thank god for sully that she's been able to be a rock for me in this in in that troubling time where i didn't know was I making the right decision to go back into this? Am I not, you know, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I being an idiot trying to do the same thing over and over again? Like, you know, like, so, and so like, like you said, it's not self doubt. I'm trying to ask myself the right questions because I need to move ahead in the right direction. I'm not trying to, you know, do that again because what are we making? U-turns or something? Like, you know? Ooh, so- what are we making? U-turns? <laughs> no. First of all, first of all, when I was practicing for the driving test, my U-turns were not it. My parking was. And when I went for the driving test, my parking sucked. But that U-turn was <laughs> fire. It was fire. So I just want to put that shit out there, okay? No. Now, listen. I, I'm I'm here for this, and 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 the reason why I I just gave Melanie uh, an, as an example is because the truth is, people like yourselves when you're putting the time in to others, it's not that it should have a price. No, but at some point when you've done it out of your kindness, it's also not healthy to not see something come back to you full yeah, circle. and, and it's like- not healthy. And I was helping people build small businesses, okay? The confidence they were building in this space, 80% of the group chat ended up opening a small business. So how can you now take what you're learning, go create an income, but no gratitude or payment 
to where you absorb this information. So that is what I meant when I said people have to learn the steps that come before the success, meaning you have to understand that mentorship doesn't have to be free. Okay. Mm. It doesn't have to be free. You, we don't have to be, I don't have to be like a girl scout and be your big sister. No, that that's not how this works. If you want to learn from my expert of experiences, hello. Yes. <laughs> you're going to have to pay for it because I've done been through some shit to get those experiences. So why should I just give you the blueprint to just, walk walk the easy path you know what i'm saying yeah it's the same thing so there's when a you're when you're negotiating your salary by the way please know your worth and know no. not to just give shit off for free understand understand I, and i'm sure shivana could agree with this when you're paying for a member okay let's not even go with shivana right i'm gonna give you a perfect example one more time with melanie okay melanie will say Okay, this is just gonna be a one hour session. Shout out to Melanie. Okay, and and here I am. I'm paying the eleven eleven. Um, anybody who was gonna join after a certain day would pay the um the higher price, and it wasn't even the high, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the ones who were already there, we were kind of like grandfathered in. Okay, cool. She would say, okay, today's session. I just really want to keep it under an hour, guys, because you know it's been a long day. This and another third. The hour comes around, and and here's what our girl says. Ready? All right, well, you know what? This is a really good conversation. Let's just go another 15 minutes, guys. Here's this person who, who just said she her goal is to keep it to a certain time frame because she's still balancing wanting to go put her child to bed, wanting to do this, wanting to do that, needing to do this, needing her time. But she's giving it to us as an extra time because the conversation is just so good because it's so healing in that moment. And because in that moment, she realizes we need it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time, most of the time through mentoring, through coaching, you can schedule a call, you can schedule a meeting for what it is, but a lot of the time it does go over. And a lot of the time the outreach and the access, one more person I'll shout out, Naomi, my food and health coach. One of the things she incorporates, shout out to her because some of y'all do be charging too little. Okay. Um, one of the things in her coaching, she says it, you have full access to me and she has her, her, her clients on WhatsApp and you have full access. Like still to this day, I may have a question and I will still, and that's my friend. She's my friend. But when it comes to questions of what her expertise is, I still say, I have a question about something. Do you have a moment? Because I just shouldn't expect it because time is money and we cannot just expect people to just give it to us. You that, get what I'm saying? That's another hard one. What you just said there too. It's hard to be in a space with someone who's recognizing you as a friend or whatever for them to give you the respect of you being an expert in a certain category. Cause guess what? They think they're the expert, even though they need help, they think they're the expert and it's hard for them to say, yo, I know you can do this shit. Like, tell me how to do it. No, they will wrap that into some other thing. And instead of just being so direct and asking the direct questions. So that was another thing that I used to really hone into in the group chats was, teaching people how to ask the right questions because for me that has helped me a lot in my career and getting into places that I probably didn't belong but it was because I asked the question and they were like oh maybe maybe she wants maybe she knows what she's talking about but it was just because the question sounded so educated it sounded so involved so 
that they're like, oh, we need her at this in this conversation. You know why? Because your confidence drove you to show interest. It drove you to want to know more. More. People see that. People acknowledge that. When you see somebody has that level of ambition and that much drive, you want to pour into them. You want to give an opportunity. Mm -hmm. What is it? Closed mouths don't get fed, right? Closed mouths don't get fed. Never. Closed mouths don't get fed. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Um, I want to go into the last segment. Yes. Uh, the it. overdose. And in the overdose, uh, we usually highlight something you are completely overjoyed with or completely over it. And it could be about anything. It doesn't have to be about anything we spoke about today. It could be anything about your life or anything you just saw. I don't know. Witnessed. Um, it so could be actually, both things or it could just be one thing. So, so I'm actually over the woman communities okay like i i think there's no i don't okay i think it's becoming like christmas okay you know how how like christmas like like all commercialized you forget that it's the birth of jesus christ and all those things it's about santa claus and i think this is where community is going nobody understands anymore what community is nobody understands anymore what empowerment is what motivation is what inspiration these words are becoming so normalized something that was so foreign to us okay so i'm over it okay i'm so like get into say get into small spaces okay get into them they're worth it if it's charging you a fee it's worth it Private access to people's brain is worth it, okay? So I am I am so over the video of the lion with the motivational quote that's supposed to empower you. Yes, it's going to empower you, but it's never going to teach you what you need to know to incorporate that lifestyle. Right. I, I definitely have to say that I get it. I get what you're saying because... You don't, and, and I'm even intentional now when I meet people, women mm. specifically, because I've encountered those bad instances where I thought there was friends in, in, in women too, and it wasn't. And one of the greatest regrets I have is that I allowed them in my home. And so I'm very intentional now. And I have right. to say where I am right now, the people, the women that are around me, it's not just a word and it's not just a trend. They're very intentional, yes. equally intentional with, with what they want to serve. Right. And, and, and those women know who they are. And if they're listening, shout out to them because it really feels great to be around them. It, it like genuinely here yes. from within, it feels great to be around them. And I get what you're saying. Yes. It's real easy to just do a post and be so empowering how about it's 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 where you guys are being present together you know um and 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 i will second that for sure um i want to share something that i am completely over it oh, tell um, me it's gonna be silly for some of y'all let's hear but it. i i need to get this off my chest i really need i'm completely over people who own bodega but let me tell you why shout <laughs> out to all i love me a bodega <laughs> me too i i adore them um it's the ones that make coffee just to make it and don't make it with love okay oh. so i recently found out my bodega owner has gone away on a very lengthy vacation. 
He didn't tell nobody nothing. Okay. How dare, I sh- him? How dare you? I show up one day and I see this new person. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? So I'm like, did he sell this bodega? Cause you know, it's like, that's, that's a problem. No, it's his cousin. His cousin is here in town. Um, my man don't know how to make the coffee. And, and when, and when I asked for my coffee, he don't listen. He just don't pay attention. And, 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 it's, you know, as silly as this may sound, right? Mm-mm. For some people, it's that part of the day that just really makes the day, you know? It, it's that part of the day that all you want to do is go show up, order your coffee, and keep it moving and just go on your merry way, yep. right? And why I'm bringing this to life is because I am over, in, in the spirit of what we've been talking about, people who do things just for the money and not because they really want to or because they're really passionate about it. Because let me tell you something. There are some bodega owners who will make sure that that sandwich they give you that you just paid for is thick as fuck and it tastes delicious that coffee is freshly made everything looks clean whatever you need i got you but that goes to show you the spirit of someone who owns something who owns it with pride or who works on something and who works on it with pride and that goes to show you somebody who is serious and passionate about what is theirs and that's where for me it's like damn my bodega owner trusted his cousin to continue the business, but I just feel it's like hectic in there. Things are a mess. I can't get my coffee the way I fucking like it. Right. Like it's little things like that, that you really just observe it and you see it right. because I wouldn't want my bodega owner to like not have business. I wouldn't want that. Right? right. Because somebody who's supposed to be covering for them just don't know how to do the job. Right. But it just goes to show you. And it made me, it made me think about it even deeper. It made me think about it on a bigger perspective. Right. And I just said to myself, like, I don't care if you're the person who's mopping the floor. I don't care if you're the person who's signing the checks. I don't care what your role is. The truth is, when you focus too much on just collecting the money, but not really finding your passion or not really seeing, damn, do I like what I do? And don't give me the bullshit of, well, who likes to clean bathrooms? Listen, there are people who will wait on you in a restroom at a restaurant. And that is their proudest moment because sometimes it's the person in the bathroom who is ready to give you that paper towel. And guess what? I just needed a good fucking three minute cry in that bathroom. But that person was there for me with that paper towel to help me in that moment. Okay. Tell me about it. I say this to say whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you own, whatever it is that you involve yourself in, just do it with a little bit of love because once you allow it to take over your life and the only reason why you do it is just for the money, you're going to hate it. Yeah. You're not going to do it right. You're not going to care about nobody, but the money, not even yourself. Let me tell you a, a secret life hack. And my, like my husband, we just had this conversation on the car ride home today Instead of telling yourself you want to be rich, tell yourself you want to be successful and you will see how fast you will be rich because in order to be successful, you have to be really good at something. And if you're really good at something, chances are you know how to get paid to do that thing really good. Yes. So if you tell yourself to be successful instead of rich, you will probably be successful and rich. But most people just want to be rich. So they're not chasing it the right, they're not chasing the money the right way. That's why easy money 
is is so nice to some people, but it doesn't last. If you get easy money, you don't know how to invest it. You don't know how to do all those things. So it disappears. I'm... Amen to that. Yo, and, and on that note, guys, that is a word from true richness. What was that again? Rich Girl Rising? Yeah, that's what that was. I just thought we should throw that in there. Um, <laughs> on that note, Shivana, I want to thank you for coming on this platform yes, on my show. Awesome. To keep it all the way raw. Because listen, there's always a little something to learn here with a lot of my guests. But ever so often, I do think that it's nice to tap into these type of conversations too. and. It's purposeful when you have the right people to come yes. on the mic, to have that discussion with you. Um, and so I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you opening up and being so transparent. Thank and you. Thank I would like for you to tell. Space. Absolutely. Thank you. I would like for you to tell my listeners where they could follow you and find you and support you. Okay. So on almost every single social media. So I'm on TikTok and Instagram the most. And it's at, at Shorty Cash. Uh, Pretty much S H O R T Y cash. Right. Um, And I'm active on Pinterest too. And I also, I'm trying to start up back my writing. So I am getting into blogs. So look out for that. But the best place to find me is on Instagram. Okay. And lots coming. Thank you, Miss D, for inviting me onto your show. This was an amazing conversation. I got some homework to go do because I got to go check out who Melanie Santos is now. <laughs> you do, you do. Please yes. check her out. It's, yes. it's amazing. You you don't know what a community could do for you. You really right. don't. And, um, and to, to touch on that, in my step back from cultivating communities, that's sort of where, where I've put myself. I've been entering communities and being just a participant now and not the leader and, and learning more about what happens. How are these leaders handling these spaces without it blowing up and falling apart? So always a student here, guys. Um, I'm always willing to learn from others, always willing to collaborate, network, all those good things. So yeah, hit me up, Shorty Cash on the gram. Hey, and as always, guys, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Miss D, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.